0: Back in the Comedy Zone podcast, Josh Gondelman is here. Hello. Josh, how are you? Great, thanks. How are you? Good. I I am so excited to have you here, first of all, in Charlotte, and second of all, on the podcast. I,
1: welcome. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here, and uh, thank you for uh, asking me to do the podcast. Absolutely. Now,
0: you, you uh, by your own admission, you said, you know, I'm not super famous.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I said I'm definitively not famous <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking before, yeah. just like, uh, not anonymous, but certainly uh, deeply not notable. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but people will know your work.
1: Sometimes, yeah. People know yes. stuff I've worked on, which is nice. It's, that's like a, a lovely privilege to have.
0: Yeah, we played the uh, the intro music, or at least uh, the sting from the intro music, to uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. You're one of the writers on that show.
1: I am. <laughs> you sounded surprised. No, I, yeah, I guess I guess I'm still like anything I do that's yeah. re- that I'm involved with that people remotely know about. I'm uh, I'm delighted yeah. and a little bit uh, taken aback, yeah. which is very nice.
0: Now, you were connected with John um, a little while back. You had done some stand-up with him.
1: Yeah, that I, that was after I'd started at the show, though. It was okay. after my first year. So I did, so, but technically before I started writing. So I, I came on as the uh, web producer was my title, and I wrote – I did all the digital content, basically. So okay. it was, you know, the social media channels, and then I would write little – uh, video segments for john to do when we were going to be off for a week so i'd write like three minute kind of in the style of the show but yeah. just about dumb stuff like why uh like about pumpkin pie or just yeah. you, you know whatever nonsense and so we we did he would do those and then after the first season i moved over to do, primarily write for the show itself okay. I, and yeah. in between was when i i did a few stand-up dates with john
0: yeah it, it, now you you how did you get uh um, connected i guess first um with the
1: show so it it's kind of like I think everyone gets these jobs in kind of a similar way, which is just like it's a lot of applying to these writing jobs, which is like producing sample materials and sending them in when they're looking for writers. And then it's a lot of like never hearing back. And then sometimes like, hey, we liked you, but we're uh, we're fully staffed right now or we, we like you, but we went in this direction or, you know, and so it was I basically did. I had a couple of years where I was applying here and there, and then in twenty thirteen i i was i ended up with a a manager and an agent that helped me get kind of get in the mix for more opportunities so I applied for like twenty different shows and it was mm-hmm. all different submission materials because it's all different requirements. And I did a little work for Billy on the Street over the summer, which Mm -hmm. was really exciting. That was kind of like my first nibble at like, oh, maybe this is going to work out. And then I got hired at Last Week Tonight for the digital job um, at at the very beginning of 2014.
0: Okay. And you're still pretty young, right? You're you're Um, early 30s? Yeah.
1: Does that sound right? Does that sound (laughs) right right to you? Yeah, uh, I'm 31. Okay.
0: So um, for those people, I guess if you don't, exactly understand what that's like kind of you know to apply for writing jobs and to think you know I want to be right a writer on this uh, type of show what leads you what kind of damage do you need in your own personal life to to, to want to sort of you know go out of your way to subject yourself to that process so
1: it was actually a correction because <laughs> I my personal life is very happy uh, and wonderful and and generally, you know, I, I don't have a, a, a history of, of terrible trauma, but it was a lot of doing stand-up, right? So I started doing stand-up when I was 19, wow. and so it was years of kind of in Boston and then around New England and then touring a little bit around the country, and then I moved to New York in 2011 thinking that I'd kind of taken things to the end of the line as far as they were going to go in New England. I Like, there was there's kind of a chasm between where I was, kind of a an established opening act around new england and then nationally was open you know uh, a feature act the the middle guy who does about a half an hour on a person show and uh and i just felt like there was kind of no way to to evil knievel that gap to headliner or uh, without putting myself in a position to to accomplish more and get better so i moved to new york in 2011 and was able to kind of start around then like 2010 2011 i started a being able to apply for things here and there and so it was the the writing job is kind of like a a much more steady stable adult human way to live than just like being constantly on the road yeah which is nice and and I was doing a lot of freelance writing too that kind of helped me get in fighting shape like Mm -hmm. I was doing magazine writing and blogging and stuff yeah
0: yeah so when you um apply for this type of show like is it I mean, do you send, um, uh, samples? Do you send, is it kind of, you know, people kind of know who you are and they, and they come see you. How, how does that process Sometimes
1: work? Sometimes they know who you are. Sometimes they, um, sometimes they don't, And sometimes they look at submissions blind. So it's like they, they put out a call to, however, sometimes it's all the way open, right? It'll just be on the website for the network and they'll go, Hey, we have a writing position open, which is rare, but it, it happens. I think Colbert did that over the mm-hmm. summer Yeah, and, Excuse me. And uh, and then other times they kind of go out to a few people specifically. Sometimes they go out to agents and managers and say, Who do you have? And then you do, a, you have a, a set amount of time to write a packet of sample materials tailored to imitate the show. Or in my case, like almost anticipate what the show might be yeah. because I applied before there was a show. Yeah. So you do that. And then oftentimes there will be a second round where you'll have a, a time sensitive, uh, even more time sensitive. So the first one you might have two weeks if you kind of catch on early and then the second one i think was like either a 24 or 48 hour turnaround yeah
0: yeah um do you remember anything you wrote from that first i ep-
1: i re- i do i don't want to say too much i don't think that's it right. can be yeah. no no no. that's okay i don't <laughs> think they can reuse it but i don't yeah. want to say to say too much in case they yeah in case keep they keep <laughs> that close to their best but it was like it was the the idea it seemed like they had a pretty firm idea of like they wanted to do both domestic and internationally focused political and policy stories. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to explore things in a a way that was like both, you know, uh, the host John at the desk talking and like kind of more ambitious produced projects.
0: Yeah. And that was, um, uh, that kind of leads me, I guess to Is there a sense in the, in the room? I mean, I'm like, you know, um, you look at shows like the daily show, it, 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 with John Stewart, and even even you know going back to Craig Kilborn, and even to to uh 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 with Trevor uh, now Trevor Noah now the, 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 the it, a sense of the importance of kind of what's what's uh, uh, what that show is, uh, and kind of you know what it's doing socially. So sort of the the social weight of what's happening with these shows. It's comedy, yes, and there's comedy mixed in. But, but what's happening with these shows is 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 pretty important, I think, in the in the in the landscape of kind of what's going on in the country today.
1: Well, uh, well thank you. I mean, I, it's not something we, we really think about a lot. We just try to be, I mean, funny, obviously, because we're a comedy yeah. show and funny and interesting is kind of like the guiding parameters of what we're doing. So we're we're not setting out to be like, well, today, you know, it's it's Wednesday. On Sunday, we're going to be important. <laughs> it's just <laughs> right, like it's yeah. like, well, there better be jokes, and we' better, yeah. you know, try to, try to get the story right. Yeah. So it's like, um, comedy and accuracy. which I always used to I would say an old line I would say on stage during stand-up if it wasn't going, well, I would if I said something that was true that people didn't laugh, at, I would say, you know, my priorities on stage really are uh, politeness, accuracy comedy <laughs> in that order which i feel like is inverted for the show but that's yeah i feel like you know yeah. accuracy and comedy are, are what we're striving for and I, I think it's hard to take a big swing at important and i i don't know even how how one would begin
0: yeah i think uh, uh, when you look at the segments like the student loan segments mm-hmm. and things like that you know that the show has done that really kind of exposed the system for what's kind of what's really happening now those segments obviously take much much longer to produce because they're so um i'm guessing extensively researched um and then there's always there's kind of like um the current events which would kind of be like the you know opening monologue if it were letterman or something like that so it it, i guess in terms of the process and and i may be the only person actually interested in this but the, the 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 how 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 does that process work? How do this, um, how do the story ideas come along? And are there kind of like two different teams that do the more involved segments and the sort of urgent topical stuff? Sure.
1: I can't really get to again. I'm sorry to be no, it's so, I, like I slightly yeah. opaque, but it's um, yeah, they can take anywhere from like a couple days to come together, or you know, a week for a for a story that's happening that week, or months for like mm. a really long kind of stunt like putting together the church sure to, yeah last yeah. year to the fake church yeah. i mean real church fake church it, right real took, fake, church. Took months. Real fake <laughs> church that's exactly what it is that's a real fake church took uh took months to kind of yeah. get all the paperwork in order and stuff and um and it's it's not it just kind of the writers rotate on different assignments and there are there's a uh the research team is separate from the writers and they will kind of be tracking stuff in advance sometimes yeah. Yeah. um so bef- sometimes before the writers even uh, are assigned to it, so yeah, it's it's a lot of it's it's. I like the variety of like okay, this week I'm writing kind of the the short stuff for the top, and then yeah. the uh, other times I like kind of digging in and like sitting with a story for a long time. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's nice. I like I kind of I think most comics crave some kind of variety, otherwise they wouldn't like go city to city like a a vagrant or a vagabond and and so i i like that i like you know um not doing quite the same thing from day to day or week to week
0: yeah it it it, it sounds i mean from a a a writer's perspective like it is a great gig like oh it's wonderful yeah you don't you necessarily know you know what what you're going to be working on from one week to the next or what um, what type of jokes you know you'll be writing yeah. from one week to the next, but you also have kind of extended breaks because it's HBO. You have breaks over the holidays and things like that yeah. to do things like your sweater weather tour it's and very stuff nice. like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's been it's been really lovely. It's nice to we did thirty episodes this year, and so kind of staggered in between, we had ten weeks, ten other weeks in the office that were we were writing, but there weren't shows, and then so that leaves twelve weeks that we're out of the office, yeah. which is like. A nice amount of time to be off, and I'm I'm fortunate in that I was able to. I like to travel for stand up a bunch, so the la- we're off the last kind of seven weeks of the year straight, yeah. and I was able to to fill that up with some like really fun stand up work and just kind of string together a little tour, which yeah. is really nice. That's awesome, and it's I'm not. Thank you. I'm not that. I don't think I'm geared towards. 35 weeks a year on the road and i have friends that absolutely are like my buddy shane moss is on like Mm -hmm. a 60 something city tour right now which is incredible and uh and and that's like i really kind of admire that and uh but i also i i don't think you know i don't i don't think that i'm necessarily built for that and part of it is i just like to be home with my fiance and right. dog a lot of the time yeah. so i love to go out but i'm i like always love to come home too yeah yeah i'm I, i'm not like one of those guys that's just like yeah I'm just wherever i hang my hat i'm a i'm a bandit like i'm very um tame and gentle yeah <laughs>
0: now when you're um when you're in new york um you're working on the show are you are you club hopping in at night is there yeah, time to do that
1: i it's nice i i mean my job is like very the hours are very job-like so occasionally you have to stay late but a lot of the time it's just like oh i i come in and i do my job and then i leave and and i'm able to generally plan to do spots um in the evenings, most mm-hmm. most evenings, if I if I want to, yeah. and then I'm trying to I'm trying to do better at doing less stand up, not like none. Obviously, I mean I love to do it. Yeah. That, that's like such a terrible thing for a comedian. I'm trying to do my job less, but uh, I, I mean most people are. But the I'm trying to prioritize a little better and yeah. structure my time better. I'm trying to be like more of a, a, a rounded human, and again more time, more like date nights and more, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, just like relaxing and taking time to. I'm trying to get a new book proposal together, and so I'm trying to, like, stand-up is, like, the thing that I do because it's fun. And I like it and I can count it as work so I never have to feel bad like, oh, I have a show tonight so that I'm working. I'm, yeah. I'm like doing yeah. the work. Yeah. But sometimes there are other kinds of work that I'm – it's the productive procrastinating. It's,
0: it's, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I feel yeah. like. it, it, it. If you happen to find that balance at any point, please let me know how for Sure. you, how you found it's, it um, because it's hard. I'm getting
1: better, I think. Yeah. And I, one thing that helps is like planning – helps me as planning in advance. So like buying tickets to stuff to do with my fiance is like a, a a very nice thing to do. And (laughs) and it, and it makes me feel like that. And that way I'm like, okay, I'll take that whole night and I'll, and I never regret not, you know, there it's so rare that I'll get an, a show that I'll be like, Oh boy, we have to cancel our plans because this is, this is too much. So I, I almost, you know, it's so rare that I regret taking time to like do something fun. Like, yeah, even if it's just hey let's let's go out to dinner with these friends we haven't seen in a long time or like let's go um let's see a play or something and yeah. I, i'm trying to to do more of that of that because otherwise i mean i think most my friends that do more stand up than i do are full-time comics generally yeah. Yeah. and so they are they have the day to like experience things whereas i'm i'm very fortunate to have this office job that i love but i'm also not like uh you know not taking the world in i mean i'm taking the news events in, but that stuff all goes to towards the show yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, i'm not like going to museums or uh traveling the world during <laughs> during the day so it's yeah. nice to like make sure that i'm having human experiences in the evening <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: for um, example you're here in charlotte but you're not you know like you said you were in ashville uh yeah. saturday night um in charlotte on sunday night so you've been in town you mentioned for about maybe two two and a half hours you probably haven't seen a whole lot you saw the condo and you've seen the club and that's but yeah yeah
1: and it's been that's that's very nice too but i mean even just the idea of like i went to a coffee shop in asheville this morning and sat for a couple hours and it was like a new place that i hadn't been and i drove which i don't get to do when i'm you know i live in brooklyn and i take a like um, cabs i don't have long i've been taking a like Oh, this is a different than what I do every day. So it's nice and kind of helps me clear the cobwebs up sure. and yeah. re- remember that like the world isn't just the um, five square mile area that I see most <laughs> of the <laughs> time. Right, right, right. So it's nice. I mean, even just like the I saw a there was a sign at the um, uh, at the coffee shop this morning that said it, there was just like a one person bathroom and it just said all gender bathroom and I was like oh yeah this is North Carolina that's like yeah. kind of a big deal yeah uh, okay. so like that just like to kind of like experience things I'd be like oh right this is like real for people it's not just like something yeah. that's on the on the news as, yeah it's like a a helpful human experience it is
0: so silly very the, silly the
1: well I said I, I might I, I said it on Friday when I was in Chapel Hill I, I opened my set by going you know I'm gonna do a whole set and then as an homage to your governor I'm going to stay and do an additional set after you guys have decided you don't want me to do another set anymore. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. It, 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 it,
0: it, it's, it, it's, just don't get me started. It's just, <laughs> it's so silly. And it, 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 you guys at, at, at this week tonight may have been the hardest of all the shows. You guys were the hardest, you know, you guys railed against Trump. From the very beginning, although John did take partial credit for what's happened, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I think, I mean, there was that one. Oh, blame! Daily show, I guess maybe yeah. for when he was, yeah, um, from when he was hosting, and th- that, yeah. was, that, was years ago. that was that was years ago. That, that was was years ago. Yeah,
0: when it was still cute. Yeah, and August funny. August of yeah. twenty thirteen. Yeah, but the issue though, and I think. Uh, you i think you guys uh said this on the show that the trump supporters are not watching this week tonight yeah they're, i guess not, i
1: yeah. mean i don't know i imagine the breakdown is yeah. mostly not trump supporters that i i don't be. know if i if i were a trump person and this isn't the, this is no um slight against any kind of person but if i were a person who is voting for trump i feel like the show might have been hard to stomach <laughs> for like the last 8 to 10 months yeah
0: yeah but but important stuff and 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 and, oh. and and I mean even though it didn't it didn't uh, it didn't take yeah <laughs> I mean it's hard
1: it's hard to feel important which is again not the goal but it's hard to feel important when you spend ten months going like man this guy's a monster and yeah. then people go yeah this monster is my guy yeah. so it's like certainly objectively yeah. unimportant to what we do
0: so you you're in in. I'm in New York. Uh, Who are you you hanging out with? What kind of comics are you you kind of palling around with? I
1: I like to try to play all the different kinds of venues. So I'm like really um, excited to, like, so I like kind of the alternative Brooklyn-y scene. Like, so it's it's really a privilege and a thrill to get to, you know, I'm doing, uh, not this week, but in Dece- or, uh, December, twelfth, I'm doing why it's an axe show, right? And that yeah. and uh, which is great and it's uh-huh. so much fun called Night Train in, in uh, Gowanus, which in Brooklyn. And then uh, I'm doing or this week even I'm doing Tuesday night I'm doing a show called Pulitzer Surprises, which I'm really excited about. And it's like your set is kind of your Pulitzer submission. That's the hook of it. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like kind of one through line. Yeah. And then on and that's in uh, Parks in Park Slope in Brooklyn. And then. Uh, which is like kind of a, an, uh, at Union Hall is like an alternative venue. It's like a little underneath a bar, seats about 100. And then I'm doing um, two spots at Stand Up New York on Thursday uh-huh. on the Upper West Side. So it's like I like to kind of do all the different stuff. Yeah. And, and there are just like so many wonderful comedians at pretty much every show yeah. that I get to do that it's like, oh man, it's fun to watch and hang out. And it's just like really yeah. lovely. And I'm bringing my friend Robert Dean, who's super funny, is coming out uh, and doing some of the tour dates with me too. Yeah. He's he's like tremendously funny. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. thank you. Yeah, fun. I, I <laughs> you're you are I was thinking as I was doing a little kind of I guess not a super deep dive into t- 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 your background cuz I was I was somewhat familiar but mm-hmm. but it, you're I believe you're the first uh Peabody award
1: winner that we've had on. Our, thank you. On our <laughs> on our podcast. So that's fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I can take only minimal credit for that, <laughs> but it's that's cool about that is yeah. that when when a show wins or like a, a I think a film wins too, um the whole staff wins the peabody yeah so that's and i which i call i say peabody because i'm from <laughs> the north shore of massachusetts where there's a town spelled the same as peabody but pronounced peabody yeah. so i say it no it's like i feel like such a dirt bag in the office where i go oh we won the peabody and people are like what is that you towny moron <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah i guess there's a different way to say that um which is so funny but yeah it's like i mean it's like it's nice. It's it's yeah. it's very exciting to be a part of something that people know and enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. I think starting in stand up and you starting in stand up, you it takes a long time to get to that point for some people. For me, it certainly did. Um, You know, it's it's just nice to like work on something and have it be. Uh, be seen by people, yeah, yeah. which is nice. I mean, like I work very hard on my standup too. And so I'm so excited to take it out even for like a hundred, 200 people a yeah. night. It's great. And then I did, uh, a television set this, um, this year for the first time. So it was like, Oh, these, this stuff that I've worked on, I get to share it. And yeah. that's like the, yeah. the greatest thrill of it is to know like, Oh, somebody was watching that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was your, uh, Conan set right earlier. Yeah. I did year? Conan yeah.
1: in March which was wonderful it, it was, was great. It couldn't. Yeah. thank you it couldn't have been a more delightful experience yeah. uh it was really lovely the the crowd was great the everyone there was so nice and uh it was it was like really cool and i mean like it was like a thrill to get to like i mean even on this level this was just such an elemental thing for me but i was like oh I get to meet the guy who wrote the monorail episode of The Simpsons. Like, (laughs) what an exciting thing. Like, how could I not feel great?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the opportunities for stand-up comics, at least in the late night arena, aren't certainly what they once were. I mean, obviously, you know, if you go
1: way back to Carson. Sure.
0: It's um, it's not the same. So the fact that, you know, first of all, that Conan is is still, you know, embracing stand-up. Yeah and he, they do
1: such a great job and they yeah. have such great people on it's yeah. like it was really a, a, to be in that conversation even was like really thrilling and exciting like all the people that have done it and all the people whose like sets i loved watching and you know yeah. oh that's it's so nice to be in that not quite family you know but like that um that lineage yeah yeah we, you're
0: on the on the list yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's nice. that's, that's awesome it's, yeah.
1: it's really it's it's yeah. swell uh, it, it, that because that kind of yeah, it's great. And and you know, I think the the flip side to late night sets kind of not quote-unquote doing what they used to for comics or like, there are like there're just a million more ways for comedians to uh to thrive outside of like waiting for one person to yeah. be like you're a star now, kid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I I feel very lucky to have kind of been um to to be working in that time because I don't know, you know, it's the It's hard to, because if you're, if I'm, if I am the kind of person that's going to bank on like, man, I wish I were coming up in the age of Carson, right? Right. What that means is like, I think I'm going to be one of the 15 people in a year that are told like, you deserve to be famous tomorrow. And like, I don't know if I'm that guy. So I just, I'm just happy to work and and to, to get some, you know, eyes and ears on the stuff I'm doing and. It, like got a lot of nice feedback from my album that came out this year mm-hmm. and uh like just more people heard it than I possibly expected. And yeah. so it was, it's just like really um gratifying to, again, to like put, put it out and put stuff out in the world. And I'm trying not to be too kind of like outcome focused. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's where I tend to go astray. Like it, 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 and stress out in an undue manner is if I'm like focused on, well, what happens versus like, I did this work and I feel proud of it and I got an opportunity to share it. And I think like, you know, sometimes people will do a late night set and expect a lot from it, expect their whole calendar to be full, expect their phone to be ringing off the hook for projects. And I just was so happy that I got to do it. And, And- and be a part of this show and and yeah. showcase the the work that I've been doing. And so any all the the nice other ancillary things that came out of it were um like extra um kind of joy and opportunity. Yeah. It, it, it,
0: that's such a healthy I think I'm to it because if you look at it from you know, the work comes first. And mm-hmm. if I continue to do good work and I continue to be happy with the work I'm doing, the success will follow. Thank you.
1: And and, and that feels, I mean, it's a lot easier to kind of have that healthy mentality when, I, when I'm when i doing okay. I yeah. mean, I think like five or six years ago, I would have been like, I need anything right now. <laughs> and then I need that thing to be more things. Yeah, yeah, but like now yeah. it's nice to, you know, to get to do the, um to do a TV spot and not, even if... I was getting offers left and right it's not like i could have g- immediately gone out on the road or and like yeah. you know a lot of people use that uh, late night set as kind of a, a calling card to showcase their writing for for a writing job absolutely yeah. excuse me and i was in a position where like i already had the kind of the dream the job that i would dream of so yeah it's it all was it was just like extra um excitement and, and uh an opportunity so uh, and yeah, I think I go in and out of feeling work-focused, and occasionally I'll be like, but I but I want this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, most of the time I try to be very centered, and that's, it's, like, the advice I give to newer comics is just, like, do the work and then put it where people can see it. And, yeah. and like, those are the two most important things, more important than, you know, getting a specific credit or achieving a specific credit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it- you look at you know you talk about you know the carson days and the and the and the really i mean you know everybody kind of looks at at that as being particularly in kind of the heyday of stand up with yeah. the richard priors that the, the gary shandlings that the, you look at you know drew Carey set you know yeah. that moment that's, that's the one i always think exactly because he
1: yeah. i mean killer set yeah and people don't remember I think that only know him same with kind of like even Steve Harvey and Ellen you like lose sight like because they became yeah. they don't they haven't done stand-up really or Drew uh, Drew Carey has been out on the road a little bit but like you you lose sight there because they're celebrities now yeah. but you lose sight that they got to that point by being just like absolutely yeah. devastating comics yeah
0: yeah it, it, and and you know the Drew Carey that it, it, it... It changed. I mean, he says it. You know, himself. He still tears up when he talks about it. You know, that it it, it, it. it. I at mean, that moment. If you go back and watch the clip when Johnny, yeah. you know, gestures him mm-hmm. over to the seat, and he's like, "Me?" It's like, "Yeah." No, dummy. The guy behind you. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it. It's such a pure moment, and it's such a great moment. It's really but, wonderful. But uh, that kind of stuff doesn't really happen anymore. But I that, mean, the, the,
1: again, I think that's okay. It's yeah. like because to me there's and, and that was awesome that it did happen yeah, it was yeah. great of johnny to do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he had this power yeah. and he i think seemed to exercise it in a lot of cases very benevolently yeah. a- and and that's a, a great thing to do for someone to like you know when you know with a, like just like a flick of your wrist you've just made someone famous yeah that that's like a you could just as easily not you know it takes <laughs> it takes an a, less effort to not go like come here and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So that's really nice, but again, I there's also the solace of knowing I'm not I, I'm not missing out on that one opportunity that's going right. to make my career. Yeah, and, and but yeah, that Drew Carey story is the one you always hear. I've heard him talk about it on podcasts and stuff, where he'll yeah. go, "Yeah, I did the set, and then the next night, I they set up a showcase for me at the Improv in Hollywood, and every agent came to see me. Yeah. And I'm like wow, yeah. that's yeah. like not, that's incredible. Yeah, but it's it's also the same. T- it's the same. It's also the kind of new way of doing things is like you can build a podcast from the ground up and never have been on television and, mm-hmm. and have a following or you could produce a web series like, um, is it Rae? uh That became, which was Awkward Black Girl, right? That became yeah. Insecure on HBO yep. or Broad City was very similar. Yeah. In, I think in the, the arc of it yeah. going from web to television. So like yeah. to, you get to make your work and then put it in front of people and kind of, find an audience and not every good uh fully realized piece of work will be rewarded in the same way but it's it's certainly in a lot of ways beats waiting around for someone to decide that you're ready to have a career
0: yeah yeah there there's uh, i might do some teaching at a uh, broadcasting school here and i i was initially when they first brought me and i was like why would any anybody want to get into radio or television now and but then as i got to you know as i got to think about it and to talk to these students i now think there there's no better time because i can make my own shit now i yeah. don't have to wait you know to get noticed by somebody yeah. i can start my own youtube channel and have my own network almost totally and,
1: and it, there there are sometimes where i'm like man i wish somebody would just like you know, like would happen twenty years ago, someone would just throw a bunch of money at me to develop yeah. something, but on the <laughs> other hand, it's like if i if I had an idea that I thought was really worth developing and a passion to to make it yeah. um then I could start doing it cheaper and, and yeah. on my own, whereas like you know i don't it's it's not like if someone threw a bunch of money at me tomorrow, I would instantly have a good idea <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. you know what i mean i'm not I'm at this moment. It's, it's not like I'm, I I work so hard at my job and at stand up and working, you know, I'm working on this book that, that I'm trying to, trying to finish, uh, (laughs) that I will, that it's, that the idea of like, Ooh, he, he got a development deal from a network. It's like, okay, but that doesn't mean it will be good. Like maybe if I had the, the drive to have been working on something and like producing it, or at very least like kind of plotting it out and being ready to do it cheaply, like that maybe speaks higher for my own investment in the project. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, if it happens, yeah, you said. and I will go out. We'll 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 make it. We'll do something right now. Yes. on our on our iPhones and and we'll have it on YouTube in fifteen yeah. minutes and it'll be great. Okay.
1: But that said, if anyone wants to give me a quarter of a million dollars to make a sitcom, <laughs> exactly right. I will uh, I will accept your money graciously and without complaint.
0: So, Josh, uh, uh, what's next for you? You mentioned a couple of dates in New York. Your, your, your sweater weather tour yeah, continues. It does. The, uh... So
1: I'm in kind of the virgin northern virginia uh i don't know if they're all suburbs of dc but n- near the dc area of virginia um next weekend for a few dates and then the following weekend i'm going austin to oklahoma city to minneapolis and then kind of the last leg of the tour is um the uh, new year's eve weekend in burlington vermont
2: nice yeah and yeah.
1: then I, and then, sorry i don't mean to keep listing. i'm doing sketchfest no, in yeah. san francisco uh, January twenty eighth, I'm doing uh, co-headlining two shows with Rhea Butcher, who's awesome. Oh yeah, she's yeah, great. that'll yeah. be so fun, and doing another show during during the day, and then um, headlining the Bell House in Brooklyn on um, January twenty second.
0: Wow, yeah. so busy calendar.
1: Yeah, I I like to keep busy, and I'm I'm back in the office in early January too, so okay. it's like, uh, a, that's why one of the reasons why it slows down, and also now kind of halfway into this tour. I'm like, oh, I really like this. And now I remember why I like to have a job too. <laughs> like I'm excited. You know, I'm so excited to be in Charlotte and so excited to go home, but like yeah. I I did a little FaceTime with uh with uh my fiance and uh and the dog this morning. It was like, oh. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. yeah. But it's I, I'm, I am not used to being around on the weekends because i work wednesday through sunday so i'm not used to like sleeping in on a weekend and going out to brunch so i yeah. I don't i just feel like i'm missing their company i don't feel like i'm missing or we're not like out of routine yeah which is yeah, yeah, so yeah. i'm excited to to see them again that
0: makes sense I uh, uh, um i meant to quickly ask you about your twitter account oh sure uh, um well the the, the, the um seinfeld today account is no longer really kind of active yeah it's right? pretty it's
1: pretty passive i miss it I'm, yeah yeah it's, we just jack yeah. Moore, yeah. who's the co-author is like uh he's now writing on sitcoms in la and so he's pretty busy and yeah. our schedules just don't want you know line up and i think yeah. we're kind of keeping ideas for the work especially topical yeah. ideas for like the work we're yeah. doing yeah but, um but that was really nice it was it was really a fun run and it's not you know if if it pops into one of our heads, it, it might still happen, yeah. but I think we're kind of out of the habit.
0: Well, and it's still worth uh, finding it and, and oh, just going back of, and scrolling, scrolling through it. All it's all so great. It's, it's all still it's there. awesome. Thank you. uh, but your personal account. Yeah. Uh, remind me. G- At Josh Gondelman. At Josh Gondelman. Uh, G-O-N-D-E-L-M-A-N I always Gondelman.
2: spell it.
1: When people ask, I always spell it G O N D E L Man, which is how <laughs> Method Man spells his name in the song Method Man uh most people don't get that joke that is just for me that's one of my <laughs> personal bits for myself. Right, too. Uh,
0: your um, pep talks yeah. i always see your tweets about a half an hour after you're like i'm giving pep talks for uh, the next five minutes and then i miss it and I, I always want to reach out but
1: i always i this is bad uh to mm-hmm. say out loud just because it, it's a bad precedent but i always will <laughs> if like somebody's like hey man i could use one i always because <laughs> if, if somebody's like oh man this is three hours ago but I'm, I'm feeling sad now it's like who am i to be like Sorry, loser. <laughs> you know, you missed it. It's yeah, I, I feel much better just yeah. doing it. It, you know, in each one, it, it, it's not. This is one place where I think I kind of have the benefit of not being a celebrity because I have a, a bunch of Twitter followers, but most of them just know me from like Twitter or yeah. they might know that I have a job, but they're like most familiar with me through Twitter and, or through stand up. And so it's not like someone sees me on a show and follows like. I don't get a lot of like stick to jokes comedian because everybody that found me is like more or less into like the things that I do. So it's not like I'm, you know, I have friends that are sports writers and uh, sports uh, media personalities and they get a lot of like stick to sports. And it's like, if they try to say something political or or, like stick to whatever. And it's like, everybody kind of knows that I like, I write political comedy for work and I do these pep talks and uh, which is usually just on the road at night. I'll, yeah, I'll say like, hey, does anyone need to hear a kind word? Yeah, um, and, and so I don't get a lot of like, what are you doing, you loser? <laughs> like, yeah. because the people sure. that are following me kind of get what I'm about. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah,
0: uh, there's so much uh, negative on Twitter that it's just it's nice to have you as that little oasis oh, in the you. darkness. That the the, the the pep talks are great. Thank you. Awesome.
1: I'm I'm trying to feel or trying to figure out how to like be a, a person in the <laughs> world, a- yeah. and especially you know post. Uh, presidential election 2016 yeah. and I don't think that's like the big work but it is the little stuff I can kind of do day to day too. Yeah. like I don't know just I think as keeping in mind the idea of being kind to people is like helpful to me and like what are the different ways in which I can accomplish that goal? Yeah. And that's, you know, one of them.
0: Yeah. So if you, I guess just real quick, not to put you out on the spot, but say one of our listeners needs a little pep talk. Yeah. Feeling a little down today.
1: I mean, I think the general one that I try to give is like, you're probably doing better than you realize and things can be better than they are now. And those are like, I think, kind of generally across the board, helpful things to hear. And, and again, I don't presume to be like a professional. I think I sometimes get people who are, who are like I've been depressed for months like can you say something to me and i always say like hey look i think it can get better but like i don't i don't think i can offer the help you need and like yeah. do you need help finding resources and uh but i think kind of the general if someone is just like feeling antsy or you know nervous about a specific thing like i get a lot of people that are like i have a job interview this week and it's just like well you know you got the interview cuz you're you so just like go <laughs> in and be you yeah. and and don't worry about uh it's just like some of it is good advice i think or like just like baseline good advice and some of it's just like encouragement like yeah man keep doing the things you're doing like if you like something keep doing it even if it doesn't feel like you're uh it's making you a lot of money or it's bringing you a lot of acclaim like if you enjoy doing it that's that's the point of doing it yeah. so do it
0: yeah yeah Awesome, uh, Josh. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, a pleasure. Uh, I'm appreciate. You could be doing, you know, you could be out, out in the rain, walking around Charlotte. Walking around in the rain.
1: I could be napping. I could be fretting that I am doing a show opposite the Panthers game tonight. <laughs> oh, I think you'll be all right, but I,
0: I, I can't uh, thank you enough. I, 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 appreciate your time. I was very, I'm excited when I found out you were uh, coming. And thank and, you. And um, it's a very cool thing. So best of luck to you. Uh, best of luck here tonight. And obviously I this will it. run after yeah. tonight, but tonight yet, you, to, you know, whenever a week ago, whenever it was. Yeah. But uh thanks very much. Best of luck uh this year. Please uh tell John we we at the comedy zone said hi. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. <laughs> and we will um um well we'll see you tonight and yeah. we'll see you again um uh, on, on the next thing. Thank you. All right, Josh Gondoman, thank you. Uh, Steve, uh, thank you so much. Uh, first no of problem. all, for hanging out with us, <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, it, it. Welcome back to Charlotte. We we love having you here.
2: Thank you very much. It's uh, I this is my third time here, and uh, I have fun every time I come. I really do. The club is great. Yeah, it's built perfectly. The crowds are great. So, and the areas I've always come in like nice times. So it's been beautiful experiences most of the. <laughs> Weatherwise. <laughs> You've got family here? Is that Yeah, my sister in law lives here, not too far, like, f- yeah. like fifteen minutes okay. away. Yeah. Well that's nice. That's yeah. helpful too. When yeah. You so visit. I get down here to visit, bring some my family. We get to hang out, yeah. see some relatives. It's nice.
0: Yeah. I've got a um um, a handful of things that I want to ask you. I don't know. I'm sure you've discussed some of them before, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe not necessarily all of them, and certainly none of them with me. So it's the first time for me. So sure. This, you know, sometimes some of them are just for you. You know, you got so, it. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess first of all, with the league, um, you know, did you guys have an idea going in, uh, what the league would turn into, or that you know it would achieve the success that it it did?
2: Um. I certainly didn't. I don't think anyone else in the show did. Um. We knew that we were making something funny, making each other laugh. And, uh, you know, we had all been on something that failed before that because that's how we got there. You know, otherwise we wouldn't be there. So you just kind of hope that you're making something funny and and that people will watch it. And being on cable, that was my first experience with cable, I'm sure. it was. I think it was almost everyone else's as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we didn't realize that they were going to let us – they were going to nurture us and let us kind of develop the show that we wanted to make. And so uh, they never really got – too stressed out about numbers, FX, and and yeah. things like that. They just kind of, you know, they they laughed at the product, and they thought people would too. So they just yeah. believed in us.
0: It's so great. It, 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 just from from you know from start to finish. And some shows have the, that like like you know that year here and there we just go, well that one wasn't that great. But it's from beginning to end. I mean, the league is just it's great. It's Thank great. you.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> uh, we enjoyed doing it.
0: <laughs> so coming out the back end of it, then did you you know do you kind of look back now, and think like you know, we did that. That was that was really awesome. It was a great six seasons.
2: Um, I I I don't really ever I haven't looked back. I haven't really watched a lot of them. Um, you know, from like gone back and watched them. I usually watched them. You know, r- right around the time yeah. that they came out. But uh, because you know we improvised the show a lot, so you didn't really know what takes what they were gonna use and stuff. Yeah. So um, my biggest thing that I love to look back is the outtake stuff because that stuff still. Kills me because there was so much stuff that was left on the floor that was just hilarious. Um, But I think that we'll look back as you watch everyone's careers grow and get bigger and bigger. I think that this will be the kind of show that people will look and go, Oh, I can't believe that all those guys were on that show together at that time. You know, there are a couple shows like that, and I think uh, one of ours could be one of them. Well, I was
0: actually, uh, that was my next question. You look at what, you know, where the people you worked with you know now even uh, uh Paul and, and Mark certainly mm-hmm. and Kate and yourself and 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 and, and Nick Kroll mm-hmm. uh, uh, everybody kind of but taco. what what's what's up with you with? <laughs>
2: Yeah John um John's making music John's yeah, a beautiful yeah. s- Canadian soul who loves to <laughs> sing and make some heartfelt music and uh yeah he's uh he's you know he's <laughs> taco it's where it's taco Yeah he's uh yeah, that's what he wants to do right now it's that's beautiful awesome. Yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah so uh, your're uh, of the the comics that i consider sort of to be storyteller mm-hmm. <laughs> comedians i kind of i lump you into the group with like mike Birbiglia mm-hmm. and 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 people like that who are who are so good at that kind of storytelling uh, did you how did you how do you sort of nurture that how do you how do you figure out for you, what makes a good story and what, and what does?
2: Um, I kind of know when it, when, it, when it happens. I know that something could be put together or a couple of weird things that would happen in a night that you can kind of figure out a through line throughout that. And then once you get the story, I, ca- I go on stage and I try to just write jokes mm. that, you know, the things that ha- around the things that happen. So the narrative is there almost, and then you just kind of fill it in with jokes. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of how they're built takes a little bit of time. It's not like just writing a joke and then going up on stage right. and trying it. Yeah. I need like three five minute chunks. You know? it, it, it,
0: there's how do you how do you work that stuff? Out? I mean, there I are bomb a
2: lot because w- w- what, what, what th- if people aren't into the story, then they're just going to check out. Yeah, and, but I still have to finish the bit. Yeah, so, um,
0: I did. Um, um I got called up to do a guest set here. And I have a story about uh, passing a kidney stone. Uh And it's like, you know, six or seven minutes. And I think it's pretty solid, but it was just the wrong environment, you know, in a guest set. It was just absolutely the wrong environment. And it went okay. I got it. But coming off the stage, the first thing I thought thought of was, well, you know, okay, lesson learned. (laughs) This was not the place to tell a six-minute story about passing a kidney
2: stone. Yeah. Uh,
0: But if you, you other than, I mean, like, you know, you're working enough so that, you know, you can put stuff up in kind of in longer form but if you're um, if you're working stuff out you know during the week and kind of you know club hopping and things like that where where you might only have a five six or seven minute I usually get about
2: 15 minute sets I'll usually do 15 minute sets that kind of gives me enough time to work out a story or two or you know a couple beats Mm -hmm. if I just abbreviate a story if I want to work on like a couple jokes within the story I may not tell the whole thing I'll just kind of like cliff note it a little bit yeah. and then uh work out the jokes specifically where i want them to go yeah. um but yeah for me like that's it, it works in reverse though because like the tonight show and things like that were never really good venues for me because you know you got like you know four and a half minutes so right. unless i told one story and then you're risking like if they're not into it then you're just gonna really bomb yeah. yeah you know so uh that was never really good i needed more time
0: So do you find yourself then, you know, working up stuff specifically for instances like that where where you might go on the tonight show instead of.
2: Yeah, I'll write together like like just a couple like jokes, like, you know, like 30 second jokes. Um, I can do those once in a while, but they're not like what I enjoy doing the most. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have a line towards the end of your of your act where it's almost I don't want to necessarily call it a throwaway but you kind of mention it in the middle of something mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say what the line is cuz I don't want to I don't want to wheeze your gig but the, 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 the it, it's a it's a reference to the 911 stuff mm-hmm. uh, wh- wh- how at what point what was I'm curious about the thought process of putting that line in there
2: um I just figured I was well. The story, this that the incident, that uh, th- that the story I was telling that I put the line in happened right. in February, like almost like a year ago. Okay. Now, so um, I'm trying to think. Like, I probably started telling the story in July. So, you know, you tell it like four or five times, yeah. and then you realize. As you just like are ri- almost like writing the dialogue in your head. You know, I meet up with my friends, and they, you know, it's something. that they wouldn't believe me, and it just made sense. Yeah. So I, the yeah. first time I did it, it just made. You know, it, it's a, you know, like ten percent of the audience, maybe not even. Right. Some people don't even get it. it. That's why it's sort of like a throwaway line. Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah. I think it's great,
0: it, it, and it. I mean, like you said, you know, the percentage of the audience who gets it you know it's going to hit yeah. with them I mean, there's a percentage who doesn't get it sure. and that's fine and it's still kind of funny on a certain level to them mm-hmm. as well the the, the 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 we had um mike lawrence on the podcast a, f- a couple months ago when he was here mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about the the roast battle uh-huh and um and your name came up and mike gave you a lot of credit for mm-hmm. for you know what you did at the roast battle and it, it, i'm curious t- you must have had a sense going in that you were going to get hammered pretty well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because there's no, I mean, there's nothing off limits in those, in those roast battles apparently. Yeah. Um, so d- 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 was that, was that part of the process for you? Yeah. That was the only reason I that? did it. Yeah. I never yeah. done a roast battle before that.
2: Yeah. I've judged the show a couple times. Yeah. Um, but I just figured, you know, I'll probably, who knows, I'll maybe get paired up against a friend. We'll work it out we'll, yeah. You know And then when I got Paired up against Sam I didn't know Sam And then You know Sam Is a very funny comic And he uh, You know I think He took it very seriously As like almost like A job for him To defend New York City Which yeah. really kind of Threw him off a little bit He was yeah. He was You know I was fine Bad Whatever But he was not Much better And uh, I feel bad for him Because he could have Probably done a lot better mm-hmm. If he just didn't take it so He took it seriously And that's a, You know you do take it seriously But but, he took yeah. it very like personally and so um yeah i mean i'll uh, i wouldn't I, I wasn't going in it to win it yeah i really i really wasn't i had radiohead tickets on sunday <laughs> so i never had no plans <laughs> so to be yeah at the finals <laughs> at all i told comedy central when i signed on to do it that i wouldn't yeah. um yeah so i was yeah that's the only reason i did it yeah yeah i thought i, I, I didn't feel like i was going to have like a, a second career as a you know a slash Roast joke writer, <laughs> That's what, cutting, you, and, you know. Like, you and Jeff Ross on yeah, tour together. Instead of just telling <laughs> stories, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start yeah. doing this now. Yeah. I, I, I was just trying to put some stuff behind me, you know?
0: Yeah. I thought you handled that whole thing absolutely perfectly.
2: Well, w- it, I could have done a little better, but, you know, it, it didn't yeah. really matter. I was sort of... Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, but you owned it. I mean, you didn't you didn't yeah. make excuses. You didn't... Sure. What else am I going to uh, do? W- you know? W- w- d- but there's a lot of examples out there of people who make mistakes and people who do stupid shit, and then they do well. You know, that's the information I was given. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, one of <laughs> so them's the president yeah, of the United right, States right exactly. now. Uh, uh, it, it, how it, it, is it tempting? I feel like there's two. There's two. There's two types of comics right now. There's the type of comics who go, you know, oh, having you know having this guy as president is the best thing that ever happened to a comic. And then there's kind of another group that goes, it's, it's not, it doesn't feel like, you know, I mean, certainly we all have a responsibility to speak out, but, but does it feel right to you to, to, not right, but does it feel, I mean, there's not a lot, there's really not a lot funny about kind of, you know, mm-hmm. what's happening right now. Yeah. I mean, there is funny.
2: Yeah. It's a serious yeah. matter that this guy is in charge of a lot of stuff that he probably shouldn't be in charge of. Yeah. Um, now he also tweets a lot and that's where a lot of comedians spend a lot of their time. So, you know, they're going to, they're going to say a lot of stuff about him and they're going to continue to, you know, which is good. Yeah. Whether it's funny or whether they're just saying this guy's a moron. Um, I think a light needs to be shined on it. And, uh, but for me, I'm not going to go out on stage and try to, you know, rip the audience apart because it only works one or two ways. Either you, all your audience knows that they're there for you and they're, you know, what your views are, and that they're gonna, you know, be listening to like pretty much on the same side, yeah. or you're gonna rip the audience apart for the most part. Yeah. And now you have to either sit there and have a debate for an hour and hope that it's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or you know, you're just gonna be done. Yeah. You know, you have half the audience not gonna listen to you anymore. So. Yeah. I do what I want on Twitter and stuff like that, or but. You know, when I'm on stage, it's a different thing. Yeah, Yeah. but I'll still call. You know, I'll still make reference that that I'm not gonna pretend that I don't feel the way I feel.
0: Yeah, is it harder now? Is it harder now to be to be a comic than it was five years ago? Even.
2: Yeah, because you got like five jobs now. Yeah, you got to have your podcast. You got to have your Twitter thing. You're gonna have all your social media stuff. You got to have you know this. Fifteen years ago was like you just got on stage every night and try to make as many people laugh as you could and you hope someone gave you a development deal (laughs) you know now it's like you i know friends that are like yeah like 25 years old that are like comedians that are like running a business you know they're like this all this branding shit going on it's crazy
0: yeah that like twitter accounts are getting remember like shit my dad said, got a show which you know, admittedly didn't last very long, but yeah. But a Twitter account got a, a deal for Yeah. People get <laughs> a writing show. jobs off of Twitter. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Craziness. So what what is um I know you and Mark are doing a uh podcast together. Um uh, where you where you talk about books, right? Just me. Oh, just you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. M- no. Mark was I saw something about that Mark was involved, but that was just the he first was, one. he was the uh, okay. first
2: epi- like the first I did one episode with Bert Nori and, and then um Mark was like the first one I released. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was the two of you together. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. We um, that was the first episode. Uh, so the podcast is called "Hear Me." This book with Steve mm-hmm. easy. I don't read many books, or I haven't read as many books as I should have read. So I'll have smart, funny people on that will talk to me about the books yeah. I should have read.
0: And you did the Notebook with Mark. We did right? the Notebook. We, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so
2: it was that's very s- beautiful. <laughs> two grown men talking about love, <laughs> and uh, it was be- it was lovely. Mark's yes. a sensitive dude <laughs> and you know what? Deep down inside I am too. We've connected a lot on like, like I think I've cried in front of <laughs> <laughs> So uh when he told me and he's a big reader, but when he told me he wanted to do the notebook, I was really excited. I was yeah. like, this'll be fun. So yeah. it was great.
0: Yeah. Have you done the 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 is it the Time Traveler's Wife? Or are you considering? I think that's another Nicholas Sparks book.
2: Uh we have not done that, but if anyone's interested, I'm apparently all
0: ears. At some point in the and I haven't seen the movie, but people have told me about it. Where there's a woman who's pregnant, mm-hmm. and and the child is, c- the fetus can travel through time. Mm-hmm. So and I've always wondered if it's like like one second she's pregnant and then just that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. No, I, mean, I can't imagine. No,
2: I don't. I can't either. So so yeah.
0: I'm cur- if you do that, send me a tweet. And we'll I will <laughs> <laughs> because I need to know how that and I won't read or see it myself. So. Um, so what is next? What is next for you?
2: Um, I'm gonna have my transition sex change starting soon. Oh, congratulations! We'll get that process Let's going. Yeah. Good. Um, no, I did a, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, I'm writing a show with Ari Shafir once he gets back from his little tour, mental thing he's on by himself <laughs> in <laughs> Europe, um, and uh, and this comedy tour that I'm doing now too. So awesome. yeah. and reading scripts for these new shows. We'll see. Awesome. Maybe yeah. something uh, I'll like something. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think I, 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 I think, and I'm sure I'm not, I'm not alone. Where, where you know, keep working, keep doing stuff. Because yeah, thank you. I, 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 I really love what you do. Appreciate you. <laughs> I think you're great, and you're just one of the really nice guys too. You know, we get thank a lot you. of people in here and 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 um, I appreciate you know we we I think we both kind of jumped through a couple of hoops to make this thing happen Yes, and I'm I appreciate that no 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 not at all
2: the mental fucking lapses that I have
0: I um, appreciate just you know getting you and you know your willingness to talk we we, we um, I used to produce um, a podcast for an organization um, I won't mention the name But it rhymes with uh, uh, um, Snorting booze mm-hmm. And uh, um, You came in And And, yep. and, and um, Did You know their podcast And you didn't have to do that And And, and I appreciate it no worries, Very very ma'am. much So you've always You've always been great The past three times or so You've been through here and Thank you man Thanks for <laughs> having look, me Absolutely um, I look forward to Seeing you again And we'll We'll see you again Absolutely um, Enjoy your show here You're on in like five minutes so. Yep
2: <laughs> Thanks guys Alright Steve
0: Thank you I'm Mini-Zone Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Steve Lemme, Kevin Heffernan. Hi. How are you Hi. guys? What's up? It's uh, great to have you guys here. You guys Stepping haven't been back in a couple of years, I think. It was, uh, yeah.
3: was it 2013 or 2012? I'm not sure. It's been a while. Yeah, I feel
0: like it was about three years ago. Yeah, I met you guys at, the, at a TV station when you came through that okay. I used to work at. Okay, okay. And uh, we, we, yeah, I feel like it was like 2013. Yeah. The last time you were here. What
4: made you select Joe Jackson as your... Um, theme song, <laughs> Stepping Out. Is, there, is the podcast called Stepping Out? It is not. No, it's just Joe the uh, comedy zone podcast. Okay, but
0: um, I had it. I have it here on a on a thing like a playback box, and I just needed something that kind of came in nice and easy. And and boom, and that was it. That's boom. why. Yeah, that's I have a couple of his. Wait here. Hold on. There you
3: okay. go. More Joe there Jackson.
0: Little, yeah. There you go. The other, the normal co host, Will and Sammy Joe, hate, yeah. hate my music selections. Oh, they do?
3: Yeah. They hate them. Sunday em. papers. The yeah. kids don't appreciate Joe Jackson. Wait, you one, could one, read
4: one it in the sun. One more.
0: Yeah. I find that having a little Joe Jackson ready to go at a moment's <laughs> notice is, is never a bad it's thing. It's always a good thing. uh,
4: Do you have uh, legal rights from Joe Jackson, uh, the Joe Jackson estate, (laughs) (laughs) to use these? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) NASCAR. Nah, fuck him.
0: I think isn't he dead? I think he's dead, isn't
3: he? I don't know. No, I haven't heard he's dead. We have have looked at it. I feel like JJ's still alive. (laughs) Oh, Double J, (laughs) J (laughs) two.
0: So uh, I need to ask you guys a lot of excitement about Super Troopers two. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. What can can we break a little news on the podcast? What's What's new about Super Troopers two? It's
3: in the can. It's done. It's shot. It's edited. We handed it into the studio, and um, now we're just waiting for a release date. And uh, in the meantime, we're just doing a little bit of music. Awesome. Um, we have a, a, our friends, the Eagles of Death Metal, are recording the the uh, the score. That's they're, awesome. they're
4: no Joe Jackson, but well, uh, you know, really, who they is. are doing a cover of Sunday
3: Papers. <laughs> 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 but we've been in the studio for a couple of weeks with them, and awesome. uh, and so you know, we're at the mercy of the Fox Studio now. They're going to tell us when the date is. Okay. So I'm
4: hoping. It'll be by the end of the year. It's an excruciatingly long process. It yeah. really is. It really How is. has the
0: process changed from from Super Troopers One or even Beer Fest to now? Well, is there's is it more complicated? Certainly
3: more that? anticipation. Yeah. Which I think puts more pressure on it, and more anticipation in the sense like that people are are clamoring for it. So it's like
4: anytime you go on social media, people are like,
3: "Where's the movie?".
4: Yeah. You know. The it's irony coming. also is that it it's been harder for us. To make Super Troopers Two and get it released than it was for the first one. Like the first <laughs> I guess one, it's true. it yeah. took us a while. I mean, we did the rounds. We went, we pitched it, it and showed the script to every studio in Hollywood, and they all, honestly, they all looked at the meows and they said, "We don't. Uh, what is this script? Like this meow <laughs> scene here?" Right, and right. Like, yeah. but it that was like a two, <laughs> two or three year process. Yeah. yeah. And then we got the money to make it. We sold it at Sundance to Fox, and they released it. And they gave us a release date, and they and they went wide with it. And Super Troopers Two has been more like an eight year. Yeah. or 10 year process because yeah, the money comes in the money goes out the, right. and there's hard, legal hard. stuff to figure out rights yeah. issues. How many rights
0: were there more notes from the studio this time or last time
3: no they were very uninvolved they were uh, really? I mean they, they were kind of like uh, we, the original deal we made with them was just basically a, a release deal so like we we
4: make the whole movie ourselves and then they distribute it and uh, so they haven't, they haven't really been involved at all no I mean the first one also there was no involvement because we made that independently and they bought it yeah. uh, and then we did reshoot the ending scene Based and on uh, their recommendation. Yeah, yeah the and they, they, thing, yeah. they wanted the stoners from the, the opening scene of Super Troopers, to, they wanted uh, Super Troopers, They wanted them to be in the ending scene, so right. we called them yeah. back. Yeah. That was the only involvement they had creatively. But for this one, nothing, nothing. Nothing, yeah, nothing.
0: Huh. Is it, I mean, obviously, you know, being in theaters, you know, is still having a movie released in the theater still a big deal. Is there more kind of anticipation, at least from the business end of it, to, you know, showing up on someplace like Netflix or Amazon or something? Yeah. like
3: that? I mean, I think there is. I think there is. I mean, I think... But I don't know it it's really an underdog movie you know and I think I think um it was so hard to get the second one made and even the studio was like we don't know if you guys have real fans out there and we're like yeah we'll show you we you have real <laughs> fans and then we did you know we raised the money for it So I don't know I mean I, I think it's just getting it into the theaters yeah. is going to be the big momentous moment Yeah and
4: then the way it goes now is that uh you know Fox because they're distributing they have they've deals with people and they've a, a majorly strong uh um, channels to getting to people so like mm-hmm. you pre-sell places like netflix and hbo and comedy central and so uh, you know a lot of the money for the advertising budget comes from those pre-sales
0: yeah
3: yeah
0: mm. when was you guys last hour you guys did an hour oh last hour special um, yeah um
3: yeah we did one uh uh it came out what it came out last november the comedy central, comedy central yeah. yeah we did one last november and that's then below prior the belt? to that yes yeah that's it was right. called okay. below the belt and then we shot it in denver and then uh, prior to that, it was about like, two years earlier, we did San Francisco. Okay. We did a special on Netflix called Fat Man, Little Boy. Yeah. So we've right. got two of them. And so okay. the one that we're doing this weekend I- I- at Charlotte is the um, kind of a new show. Awesome. And okay. we're getting ready to, to figure out how to shoot yeah. that now. So We
0: are uh, between shows on Saturday night. If you yeah. can hear, there's a little yeah. bit more commotion outside. I think there's they just up opened there. up the doors. But yeah. wait, you're, I really like how you guys um, uh, work out the mechanics and kind of, you know, you both come out. And then one of you leaves and then you both do something and then another, the other one leaves. It, how much it feels, it could be like that whole process could be kind of clunky, but you guys really have kind of worked it out so that it just feels very natural throughout the, because it's a different, structure wise, it's, you know, it's a different show I think than comedy Yeah, um, audiences are used to because usually there's an opener and then there's a feature and then there's the headline. You guys come out. You know, eight minutes after the lights go down, you guys are out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. How, do you, how much time did you, did you figure or, you know, how much time did it take for you guys to
4: kind of figure out the mechanics? I mean, we've you know, the structure has been the same since the beginning. You know, we come out together and then it just sh- sort of worked out. Like Kevin will, will stay out and do 30 minutes and I come on, we do a two-man story and then he leaves and I do 30 more minutes. And then he comes out, and we say goodnight. Yeah. So that part has always been intact. I don't think we've tampered with that at all. Right. Just making it smooth, making it work smoothly. It's also like you got to get off before people get sick of you. You know
3: what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes you watch an yeah. hour special and you're like, man, it's about 15 minutes too yeah, long. we're good. I have Enough. Yeah. So you get you get me for like a half an hour. Right when you start getting tired of me, then I bring Lemmy out. Yeah. I
4: mean? Yeah. And I <laughs> save the day. Yeah. No, you know, it's like it's like the guest that wouldn't leave. You you know, you're like, oh, it's it's actually a great way to keep things fresh. Yeah. You know, it's a traditional stand-up set, and then we, you know, th- this tour we're doing this uh, behind-the-scenes Super Troopers, two-story. Although I will say right. that, like, uh, it's not as seamless as it seems now. Like now, it's polished, but you know, I think it was like it was last year we were doing the first run of the show, and we had this. We came up with this great idea for a two-man, which was <laughs> going to be us doing um, uh, of mice and men, and we bought <laughs> Newsies
3: hats. But the the hook was that we were shifted, so like you know George and Lenny. They were, squ- you know, I was the the George character, and Lemmy, who's the small person, was the Lenny character. I was the big dumb that guy. That was our <laughs> big joke. <laughs> yeah.
4: But the, pro- the so here was the problem: it was like we got really excited. We promoted it. We, we were going to premiere it in San Diego at yeah. the American Comedy Club, and uh, we, you know, so what we were going to do the joke was we were going to bring up a woman on stage, and it's really just going to be a big masturbation thing. Like I'm in my pocket, pretending to rub a mouse, but I'm just really <laughs> jerking off. And then and the woman's just sitting next to me on stage the whole time, and like we're talking about how. Like, Kevin keeps breaking the fourth wall, and he's like, Lemmy, what are you doing? Why are you do- like, 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 I selected a play. I selected of mice and men to do something classy for once and not do masturbation mm-hmm. jokes, and here I am, like, jerking off a mouse in my pocket. <laughs> right. And the whole time, this poor lady is sitting there on, on stage, and it felt very rapey. It gross. It felt Ooh, very, very yeah. edgy. And we cut it after, uh, I think, one weekend. Yeah. It didn't make it. But that's what happens, right? Some stuff doesn't make it and then you move on. Yeah, right? after
0: the restraining order you took it out. Yeah. yeah, after <laughs>
4: uh, the woman was offended. I uh, we mean truly like for us the best part of the show are the stinkers that we cut. Sure. Eventually, yeah. cuz only we know and like a handful of people know that they occurred. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, the stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you switch it up? Does sometimes Steve take the first half hour and then Ah, uh, I just I don't keep know.
3: We, we, there was a time I think one early early in the time I went last, right? Do but we now we've just got it down to the system. Yeah. I like getting off and then going and eating my hamburger. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Let, let me yeah. mop up the really drunk people. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they get progressively drunker as the show right. goes on. Yeah, And let's let us let me deal with that. Yeah.
4: Each each like thing has its different personality. Like, Kevin has to – he's got to get them revved up, you know? And he can't always do that. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's a challenging yeah. thing.
3: I have to start with my lighter, mediocre material yeah. to try to ease <laughs> the them Easy in. stuff. Right. No, but, like,
4: he's got to come out and, like pe- – People are ordering their meals, they're ordering their drinks, you know, it's like there's yep. some commotion. Yeah. Things are settled, really, then, by the time I get out for the two men, and then the check drop always happens right when the two men ends, <laughs> so I have to deal with that. Yeah. And, yeah, as Kevin's saying, sometimes there's some really drunk people yeah. out yeah. there in the crowd, or yeah. t- or sleepy people. Yeah, yeah.
0: The the um, I was talking with a local comic uh, before you guys came out, and... We compared you guys a little bit to the Sklar brothers. I mean, obviously, yeah. you're clearly not twins, but you have that sure. same sort of chemistry.
3: Mm. Yeah, they're like very, like, finish the other guy sentence kind yeah. of guys, which is very interesting. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool to watch those guys yeah. uh, do, that, do what they do. Yeah. They're Yeah, tight. they definitely have more of a genetic well uh, connection yeah. than Lemmy and I do. Yeah. <laughs> We're more of like
4: the Schwarzenegger DeVito
3: twins. <laughs> right. You yeah. know what I
4: mean? Yeah. Which is funny because, like, that means I'm the DeVito. Right. Right, right. And and I'm the Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: How long have you guys been doing this together?
3: Uh yeah. the stand up uh, uh,
4: six years. I think I mean Broken Lizard was two thousand eight nine, eight nine eight and eight two thousand eight ten. Eight yeah, seven years. And we went on the road okay. together. Yeah, seven years.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, when yeah. did when did Super Troopers come out then? Why am I blanking on the year? That's two
4: thousand two.
3: Okay. Super Troopers came out. Two thousand two, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and then you know, we made beer we if went beer fest and club dread and then um
4: yeah, Club Judge 2004, Beer Fest 2006, okay. Slam and Slam in 2009, yeah. if I remember okay. correctly.
3: And then, uh, but we went on tour in 2009 as the team, Broken Legend, we came here. Right, yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, ultimately, we decided uh, that we enjoyed doing stand-up. We had never really done that much. And so that was like seven years ago, and we decided, let's, you know, let's yeah. continue on and do it. Oh, that's awesome. And it's fun to have a buddy to do it with, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're out there alone in a hotel room in Jacksonville for a right. weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 It's Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah.
4: Doing, doing coke. Because <laughs> that's what happens. Comedians, they go along They road, right. They do coke. And they
3: yeah.
0: get they lonely. get, lonely. They get, and get sad. Yeah. 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 Did you guys? Um, did you individually
4: do stand up before that, or did you just Never. decide to do stand? Never. Really. No. In fact, I, I owed uh, Kevin ten minutes of stand up comedy. As a, as a bet. I lost a bet to him. A great, a fun bet. It took like it. It, uh, it was about that movie, the Mark Singer movie. If you could see... If you could see what I hear? Yeah. Well, yeah. then that was the debate. It was like, if you could see what I hear or you could see what I feel. Or, or, <laughs> or if you could hear... If we, no,
2: it
3: was if, it, you, if could, you could hear what I see yeah. if you could <laughs> see what I hear. <laughs> yeah. We had one
4: of those late-night <laughs> debates... Before
3: the internet, so you couldn't check it. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, no, as if you can see what I hear. No, if you could hear what I see. And we
4: both put together compelling arguments. Like Because <laughs> if he's blind, you can't do that. And okay. other people were chiming in. Our whole group <laughs> of friends was there. All the Broken Lizard guys were there. And finally, it turned out I lost the bet. Yeah. So he was supposed to do stand-up. He never
3: did it. I welched.
4: I welched. And the thing about it is we were both so terrified of doing it. Like, Kevin actually never even once mentioned it to me that I right. was Impressive. welching. Yeah. Because he really understood how terrifying it was doing yeah, 10 yeah. minutes of stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, when we went on the Broken Lizard tour, we just we gave it a whirl, and we liked it. I mean, super wow. fun to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Super Troopers Two coming out sounds like in the fall.
3: Yeah, I think so. Well, certainly by the end of the year sometime. Maybe <laughs> it's a winter thing. Uh, we're, we're waiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: get it out before Star Wars comes out. I'd like to. I think that's oh the key. Maybe the same yeah. weekend. What do you think? Same
3: weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think yeah. why not. Yeah, I mean He's we hard, yeah. we took let's on go head to head. We <laughs> took on Passion of the Christ and yeah. succeeded <laughs> let's there, yeah. Let's go. let at him. We crossed that yeah, screw that Christ. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. Come on.
0: Uh, and then uh, you guys have your podcast on Nerdist?
3: Yep. Chewing it. We do on uh, the, Nerdist, the Nerdist Network. Chewing it with Kevin and Steve. Yeah, We have a weekly. It comes out every Wednesday. Yeah. I we recorded
0: one here. Um, yeah. W- which I wish you guys, next time you guys come on. I know. We didn't know that. This is is hidden
3: beautiful studio with this beautiful th- microphones. Yeah. In the bunker. It's
4: unbelievable. Uh,
0: what else is coming up for you guys? What are you doing?
4: Let's see. We're working. Uh, Kevin and I are putting together a TV show that we want to awesome. do. Um, yeah. We have a TV show with a few of the Broken Lizard guys that we also want to do. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. We're going to record a comedy album. We're talking yeah, about doing and then that. We're working on figuring out how to shoot this this new cool. uh,
3: The new special. We're going to we're going to take a couple of weeks off, and then we're going to tour in the fall, and probably figure, and probably shoot.
4: Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and also uh, we've just been throwing some emails r- around now with the other guys. We're trying to schedule uh, Super Troopers three creative session. Wow. Right? Uh, Get that ball going in the air. Right. Have you
0: thought about? And I'm going to give this, guys, to you. Okay. I'm going to okay. give this to you guys okay. right now, free, For free of charge. For okay. free? Okay. We appreciate it. Starship Super Troopers. Oh. Just think about it. Starship think bugs, Bugs
4: in Vermont or Cops <laughs> in Space? <laughs> Cops in Space I might be a better way to go. Take it, okay. whichever. Cops in, bugs in bugs Space. Bugs in Vermont. That'd be pretty good, too. It's not bad.
3: It's a pretty good. <laughs> okay. Bugs okay. in Vermont. All right. we'll yeah. Th- yeah. So super you guys troopers can
4: Okay, that. We'll That's take that. That's yours. Super Troopers 3, Bugs in Vermont. Not the worst. Ge- then
0: you could open Star Wars a weekend then. That's true. You're Take him right, on, maybe. Head, head. Yeah. Um, I need a favor from you guys real quick too. Yes. Um, I need to. I have a massive man crush on Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I need. I have a huge admiration for what he's done with Nerdist yeah, sure, and obviously and everything else. Yeah. But I need. I sent him a message on Facebook. Okay. He Didn't respond. Of course, he probably never okay, saw it. Right, yeah. I need to. I need. I need a connection to Chris Hardwick. Can you okay. guys help me yeah. out? Yeah.
3: Yeah. What, 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 what should we do? Uh, should I, we stalk him to? Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll just.
0: Saying, you said, "What should we do?" And I panicked. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what to do. We, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. That what means. is it that you? He's watch? technically our boss. What right? is it you want? He's from technically him? our boss. I just. I have such a huge respect for what he's done with uh I've been. I've been uh, producing audio content on the internet since like 2001. Sure. Yeah. And just like spinning my wheels. Um, we, you know, I launched, um, a podcast network, like literally a week before Corolla did. Okay. Obviously he's Corolla. I'm sure, not. Sure. So here I am. And, <laughs> and he's, who he is, but I just have a, have a huge admiration for what he's, you know, for what he's built yeah. and for what he's, yeah, uh, it's, it's, amazing. it's amazing. It's amazing. amazing what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's on every TV show now. Oh, think, now he's on everywhere. Now you can't <laughs> yeah, get rid of him.
3: And now he's on, he's, he interviews everybody and everything. Yeah. yeah. He's launched. He still uh, does his podcast too.
0: The, the, uh, the, um, ID10T festival, which is an incredible oh, idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, yeah, if you guys, you know, can hook a brother up, it'd be okay. I mean right. I don't it's not it's not weird or anything at all. I just have this massive ad- admiration <laughs> for what he's doing. You done. just wanna okay. say I like your style. Yeah, that's all. I Th- like your stuff, Hardwick. I, I dig say. your shit. Does Hardwick. he ever come
3: through here or no? N- Charlotte?
0: N- n- no, if he did I I'd think well, he came here with uh Oddball okay. a couple years ago. I think but if he did he would play a theater. I don't think he would play. Okay. I'm um, here to play periods. Okay. We'll um, talk we'll
3: talk to him. Then he we you like how yeah you guys hang, hang out with him I'm sure I'm talking like once every
0: eight years <laughs> yeah once every eight years <laughs> yeah, all <talk yeah>. right <laughs> well that's that's <laughs> fun. hey it's closer than I've gotten so far yeah um then he married into the Hearst family you got to admire I that. know it good for him man he, you got to admire and he it.
3: sold his Nerdist company to legendary for like a crap load of money too yeah. so say so, hey, he's
0: fine yeah, he's yeah. doing all right
3: he'd be all right but anyway he'd yeah so right. tell Chris I said hi in eight years when he talked talks okay cool uh
0: Steve Lemmy Kevin Everton, thank you so much for hanging out I appreciate it you guys have another show um. Um, b- um, we gotta, we gotta let you go. But I appreciate okay. you guys coming Thank and uh, hanging out with us between chosen. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Can't wait for Super Troopers too. It's good. It's gonna be us. good. I'll see you there, and uh, we'll see you guys when you come out. Thank awesome. you. Back Thank you. Thanks,
4: guys.